How can we as moms and moms-to-be who are more overwhelmed and worried than ever about our kids find natural, safe, effective, and real-life ways to nurture and cultivate amazing human beings? That is the question, and here are the answers. This is the Parent Coffee Talk, and I'm Dr. Roseanne. I'm Dr. Cleopatra. Let's get started. Thank you for spending another afternoon with us at the Parent Coffee Talk. Yes, we're so excited to have you here, and we're so excited to have Deborah Wayne of the International Institute of Chronic Pain with us today. And Dr. Roseanne, will you introduce Deborah for us today? Deborah Wayne is another one of our amazing friends who's been here and willing to share their gift with us and you all. And I'm just so excited and grateful to have her here because I'm going to give you a little bit of her bio, but she's a healer. I mean, we are all here healers, but she is able to give healing in a different way. Mm-hmm. And um, for those of us like myself who would experience her healing and you're going to experience it today too, it's pretty magical and indescribable. I can't really explain it mm-hmm. and how it makes you feel. Um, not only right that in there, but in the days to come. So uh, I'm really excited for myself and I'm really excited for you all to be able to experience her magic healing. So she is the founder and CEO of the International Chronic Pain Institute, and she's an internationally renowned speaker and energy healer who helps children, men, women um, rapidly release the hidden root causes of chronic pain, depression, anxiety, trauma, you know, battles with their weight and just other chronic conditions that nobody seems to be able to fix. Deborah Wayne is the healer that helps her own around. But through her own health journey, she's helped thousands, tens of thousands of people in 150 countries. And she's um, the author of the number one bestselling, Why Do I Still Hurt? Um, she has multiple degrees, and she's a creator of the Pain-Free Living Program, which she will talk about, which offers rapid relief for chronic conditions. So welcome, Deborah. We're so excited to have you. Yes, um, and this is a really, truly a blessing and a delight. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Two of my favorite people that I respect <laughs> and love and adore, and I'm just honored to be here with you. And Hi to all of your community. Thank yeah. you so much, Deborah. It's such a treat to have you here. It's a really hectic time for a lot of people. We are, in, I'm in the state of California, and as of midnight today, we are ordered to stay home in the entire state of California. And California has the fifth largest economy in the world, which means that this mandate is not just significant for the 40 million residents in the state of California, but is really significant for the world. It would be really easy to feel a lot of stress and panic right now. And a lot of people do feel that. And so your timing here with us couldn't be more perfect because I know that today is a day when there are a lot of people out there who could receive this healing from you. So we're so glad that you're here. Happy to help. And especially because people are feeling, whether you're self-quarantined or you're formally quarantined, you are feeling trapped. And so that can really heighten your anxiety. 
right, Deborah? And and we can talk about some of the things that you can do. Um, I'd love to find out a little bit about how you ended up becoming a healer because it's a pretty cool story. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, I actually got to a place in my life where I ruined my health. I didn't get here because I wanted to get here. I got here because one Monday morning, many years ago, I woke up lying on the floor of my closet and I couldn't get up. I couldn't get dressed. I couldn't go to work, couldn't stop crying. And I was out of ideas and I have never felt so scared in my life. And on that day, I had pain from head to toe, which had gone on for quite a long time, but it didn't make any sense. I had a great job, great husband, house, all the stuff you could imagine, but my hair was falling out. I had ulcers. I couldn't sleep. I had terrible PMS. I had pains everywhere, digestive issues. I mean, all these things, and the doctors weren't finding anything. And internally, I was either feeling anxious or depressed, anxious or depressed. I mean, I knew two feelings. That was it. And, and, and so many people can relate to that, Deborah, because that's how often people come to me, too, at, our, at my center. They come to that all the time. And women are seeking Cleopatra with fertility issues that are experiencing that. And then they can't wonder why they, you know, they wonder why they can't get pregnant. Absolutely. And really interestingly, we, we see a correlation of women who have had a history of depression or anxiety or other mental health challenge being more likely to have fertility challenges. We know the reverse is true from the scientific literature that if you have fertility challenges, you're more likely to experience depression and anxiety. But there isn't a scientific literature on whether those are risk factors, but we have seen a pattern for that in institutes. So that's, it's a huge issue. And it makes sense to me from, mm-hmm. from my perspective now, from what I know, with what I know now, that all makes sense to me. But mm-hmm. you know, back then, I just thought I was supposed to get over it, power get through, back up on the horse and go yeah. to work. I was mm-hmm. ready get over it. You don't tell everybody your problems. You just, you don't share your dirty laundry in public. You just go to work and do your thing. And you know, this is what we're experiencing right now. The same feeling of I'm out of ideas. I don't know what to do. I'm in pain. I'm freaking out and I don't have any answers. Mm -hmm. On that day in my closet, I screamed out to, at the time, you know, the universe, God, the ceiling. I didn't know what I was screaming out to, but I said a prayer of desperation. I said, if there's anything out there, please help me. Mm -hmm. And I had an amazing experience that day. I had a very odd, unusual sense of peace and calm come over me. And I had the strength that day to get up, go in the other room, pick up the phone and call a professional and ask for help. Now, I was not an ask for help kind of girl. I was, oh, I got this. I can handle it myself kind of girl. But that day I reached out for help and it began a, a journey, a healing journey for me. It was, I was at a real crossroads. That day, literally, it felt like the worst day of my life and the scariest, but it was looking back the best day of my life. And fast forward, since then, oh my God, I have learned so much. I've attended workshops. I read 150 books the first year alone. I went back to school. Wow. I, yeah, and I started some very important tools meditation, getting quiet, lots of things that I teach people to do today. And I've synthesized all of what I've learned into a program, an easy way that people can avoid a closet crisis like I had. <laughs> a closet crisis. Yeah. You know, and stay calm when there's corona. And this is why I'm able to, to share today and be here with you guys, because 
I really do have tools. I'm not afraid. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like it. I've had moments of, you know, oh my God, like this is insane. But I know how to become the eye of the storm today and show other people how to do that. Well, and you know, I think what's so important about what you're talking about, Deborah, and so relevant is that, you know, we've been talking and trying, we're going to talk about this every day, that this is an opportunity right now. We are feeling that there is chaos, but what you're here to tell us is there's actually calm and chaos. And that is something you can learn and keep with you, not just through this crisis, but for the future and not only for yourself, but teaching this to your children. Yeah, it sucks. Nobody wants to be inside. We're worried about illness. These are all real valid things and nobody wants to say that they're not. But what we're saying is that you can thrive, you can learn, and you can blossom even in this time. And that's your story. In the worst of times, you were like, flip the switch, change the dialogue, that's do right. something different, right? It can become an adventure. If, you know, if the coin has two sides, mm -hmm. terrified, Oh, exciting adventure. There are two different sides to the same coin, and it's all about how we interpret mm -hmm. life. You know, life means nothing except for the meaning we give it. That is very powerful. Deborah, I have a question for you. I had a day like that, the day that seemed like one of the worst days of my life yeah. that turned out to be one of the best days of my life. And in the moment of that horrible day, that horrible moment, I knew that it was going to end up being one of the best days of my life, that it was the first day of the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And it was still terrifying. Yeah. And I am thinking about all of the people in the world right now who are listening to us saying, but these are privileged women who have resources yeah. to turn this difficult situation around and be excited instead of terrified. Yeah. And there are, of course, even among us gradations of that, right? But the reality is that we have privileges that a lot of people don't have. And so I wonder from the perspective of the work that you do, the healing that you do, what would you tell somebody who listens and says, but, but this doesn't apply to me because I have to figure out how I'm going to feed my children tomorrow? Well, first of all, I want to say I'm not privileged and you're no different than I am. I am a regular mm -hmm. person with the same feelings, the same fears, the same concerns. And, but here's what I've learned over the years. We think we're in control of everything, and we're not. None of us, even before Corona week, none of us knew, knows what's going to happen two minutes from now. We never know. We just think we know. And we plan, and we have a routine, and a schedule, and a structure. And most days, there's, it goes according to plan. But guess what? We never know the future. We only know one thing, and all the power is in this one thing, and it's Right now, this moment is all we really are sure about. And so I'm not privileged. I'm just more practiced staying present in the moment. I think about the future. I, I had to plan. I had to get my toilet paper and all my stuff. But the truth is I'm better at staying present because I've practiced it a long time. And you can begin to practice today really learning a new skill that will benefit, as Roseanne said, 
it will benefit you the rest of your life, no matter what's going on, mm-hmm. because we're going to have something after this. We're going to get through this, and then we're going to have something after this. Your kids, your family, your job, whatever, it is, something's going to happen. Life is full of challenges. I call it earth school. <laughs> we're all here on earth school, and we're all learning. And, you know, if we knew everything we needed, we would have graduated. We wouldn't even be here. Yeah. I have goosebumps from what you're saying. So thank you, because it's really about being in the moment. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are. It's being present and talking about the tools that we're going to talk about. But, you know, I always talk about meditation. Meditation is free and easy, and it can be prayer. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it can be journaling. There are a lot of ways to create calmness in the brain and body so that you can be less anxious um, which is so important. And, and, you know, Deborah does healing for people with chronic pain, a, a lot of chronic pain, um, because of the emotional side of things that are going on with them. And she works with people with every economic economic impact and availability or, or whatnot. So it's valid that you're struggling. People are out of work right now. I mean, this yeah. is some serious stuff. I'm going to believe that our government is going to step up. I'm going to believe that. Because this is truly an unprecedented crisis that we have to do things for people. And I am seeing positive things like in individual states where, you know, a person can't be evicted and this mm-hmm. and that. Absolutely. So um, I don't think anybody knew, right? We know that. But we can be in control of ourselves at this moment. Thank you mm-hmm. for bringing that up. It's such mm-hmm. a beautiful point, Deborah. Mm-hmm. Well, and you'll make better decisions when you're from a, in a calm place. Yes. You- yeah, you, know, you can't. I, I will tell you, every time I've had an accident or lost my keys or something like that, it's because I've been in the future scared about something. You know, hurry, rush, rush. Like when we're present, actually have clear, more clear guidance about what is the best next right step to take. Mm-hmm. A five year plan, but you'll know the next right best step to take. And you'll be surprised as well. There are times like this. This is where humanity rises to the occasion and the love comes out and people are there for each other. Complete strangers mm-hmm. that um, we saw this in 9-11. Okay. And we're, we're going to see it again now. This is an opportunity to recognize we are all interconnected and we need each other. And it's happening. It is happening. I'm seeing people do a lot of kind things. And I think that's pretty awesome. And it raises us our vibration, you know, as a human race. And um, I just love that. And, you know, and people do what they can at the moment. You know, if you're too um, caught up in worry and fear, that's okay. You know what I mean? You can set an intention. You can say a prayer for your family, for other people, whatever it is that you feel like you're comfortable um, doing. And those kind of things really help lift not only you, but others. So that's really awesome. So, so Deb, I know you are really known for taking tough cases and helping people turn around their issues. Can you talk about some of the ways that you help people heal? I know we talked about meditation, but like, what are some of your techniques? I cover three exact areas. And if you cover all three of these areas, you will find the root of the problem. So it involves, number one, the thinking mind, as we've been talking about, and finding these beliefs and ideas that repeat, 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 but they're actually not even true. And they are causing an emotional reaction. They're linked to emotions. Mm -hmm. And so damaging thoughts, I help people recognize the patterns of thinking they've probably had since childhood and Mm -hmm. learn how to think 
it's not your fault. You know, when we're, before the age of eight or nine, the brain has no idea what's true, what's false, what's good for me. What's, it's like an empty computer. It just takes in all the files and says yes. So we're programmed to think a certain way. But those thoughts link up to an emotional reaction. And the emotions are supposed to be energy in motion. Mm-hmm. What happens is they get stuck. So I help people find the emotions, how they get stuck in the body and learn to release them. People are terrified of the feedback their body's giving them. It's just a feeling. It's energy. But people get terrified. So I help first find and clear the damaging thoughts. Next, find and clear the damaging emotions. And then the third, which is really the 21st century tool we all need because we want it fast and we want it now, is working in the energy field. And so I, that's where I do the work for people. And I, I can find disturbances in the field and clear it rapidly, often instantly for people. And if you cover those three areas, the mind, the emotions, and the energy field, there's nowhere else to look. Yes. <laughs> it can't hide anywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's such a great way for us to kind of understand you know, what really happens in the brain and the body and really everything, even in mental health, we talk about mind-body connections all the time, but I don't think practitioners really dig deep in that. I mean, it is our mind, our body, and our spirit are connected and they need to be nourished. Exactly. And you can't just slap a positive affirmation over an infected wound from conditioning and emotions. And that's what sometimes where people get stuck is they you know, they're trying to talk and be positive, but they're really not acknowledging mm-hmm. what's going on deeper. Yeah. And I know you use, you know, high speed healing is your trademarked yeah. um, program and, and part of what you do. You know, what's possible? How can you really help people? Can you give us some examples of maybe some of the people that you've worked with? Oh, I would love to. Yeah, I love yeah. really challenging people. Um, so I had, for example, a woman who couldn't leave the house because the panic attacks were so great, couldn't leave the house. And this affected her career, her finances, her relationship. She became completely isolated. Her mother had just died. Her mother was her best friend. So here she is alone and just panicked. And I'm grateful she had the courage to even call me and reach out for help. So anyway, working virtually with her, I was able in a very short time to help her get rid of the thought patterns, the release those emotions and helped her by working in the field. She was able to go back, start a business from scratch. She had a brilliant idea for um, a cosmetic, a skincare line, all natural. She was able to create her products, get it out into the world, like completely flourish and turn that life around. One example of hundreds. I've had people with 30 years of a diagnosis of fibromyalgia, arthritis, chronic fatigue, insomnia, unable to eat well, digest food. This is every day in my world. And I have seen people, even with 20 and 30 years of daily pain, living on pain meds, patches, anti-inflammatory diets, in less than an hour, say, Deborah, I'm completely pain-free. What the hell just happened? That's yeah. incredible. That is- I can say what the hell just happened because I've had your sessions and I'm like, what the hell just happened? And I take <laughs> care of myself. So. 
I get no greater joy. I can't wait to experience this. Oh my gosh. Are we going to get to experience some of this today? I'll do it today if you like. Okay. Of course. It's mandatory, Deborah. We can't tease everybody. Like, we have to do it. A couple more stories, though, if I Okay, yeah. People that don't sleep in years, okay? They just can't. I had one man recently. He hadn't slept in 12 years. Are you ready? Every five to six seconds... He had what he, he described as an electrical shock that started in his head and went through his whole body causing pain. And no, they did every test under the sun, couldn't figure out what it was. So I started working with him. And in the very first session, experienced relief for the first time in 12 years. He slept through the night. He had no pain. It, the pain did not wake him up. And I worked with him over the, you know, through my program, my pain-free living program, and he got free of this. Can you imagine every five to six seconds? No. I really can't even imagine it. Well, you know, and so many of our moms aren't sleeping. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for a lot of different reasons, whether it's hormones or stress or work, just a lot of reasons. And women live without sleep. Like we're supposed to have seven and a half to nine hours of sleep. I mean, that's comical as for me, even. I don't really need as much sleep. I do. I love my sleep. Uh-huh. I, yeah. I love my I sleep. I don't because I just don't. I take, I do a lot of PMF and biofeedback and that regulates my nervous system in a different way. But um, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself if I slept nine hours. But seven hours, okay, I can handle seven yeah. hours. But, you know, people live without sleep and they are like, well, that's just what it is. Okay, so you have a new baby and you're nursing, fine. You know what I'm saying? I understand. There's a balance in that you try to catch at that when you can but people live life all the time with insomnia like it's pretty bad it's one of the most common things that i see with where we're at everybody says i i I don't sleep i don't sleep yeah i haven't slept in years and this is why you must have tools to help your nervous system because if you don't it's going to wig you out and you know it if you haven't been sleeping well and in your clients there's nervous systems are dysregulated mind and mental health factors of fertility right isn't that one of the major things you're working on with women with fertility is just managing stress absolutely well let me just share then the give some hope here because the usually the first thing everyone that I work with says is I slept better. I slept through the night. It's the first time I've slept in years. That's Mm -hmm. the first thing that shifts. And that's amazing. Like until you go through periods of not sleeping, you, you just, every expert we've had on has talked about sleep. Not one person has not talked about sleep. That is so true. So true because there's, it's so invaluable. There's no replacement. I mean, maybe, you know, for a certain number of hours you can make up with the neurofeedback or whatever, but you still have to have sleep. Absolutely. Absolutely. The other big one is the digestion. In times of stress and times of fear and concern like we're going through, our whole system gets out of whack. Probably my most extreme and favorite example, and I, you know, I don't work with everyone who's just as extreme as this, but this woman called me and said for nine months, she had had consistent vomiting no matter what she ate or didn't eat. And they did every test under the sun and nothing showed up in a test and they wanted to do surgery. And she said, absolutely no, like you don't even know what's wrong. Somehow she found me and we had a conversation. And in that first conversation and the first high speed healing session, guess what I discovered? 
she had a lot of hurt feelings and anger and sadness that she had been stuffing, 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 and had no idea that she was even upset about anything. And it was literally causing her to not be able to eat. She was sick from the emotional pain. The emotions are creating, they're releasing toxic chemicals into our system. They are causing the hormones to go out of, out of whack. So after that very first session and, and conversation, completely stopped throwing up, went back to eating everything, went back to traveling, to the gym, to work overnight, and never another episode of vomiting again. The power of emotions. Yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. Um, and, you know, I know you work a lot. You also work with animals. And, and, and for everybody knows that, you know, we've been able to, I've been able to experience Deborah, um, her work both virtually and in person. And so she does a lot of work virtually and has, you know, a course, we'll talk about it, that you can sign up for and group healing and whatnot. But you also work with animals, too. Because everybody loves their fur babies. Absolutely. Animals and children yeah. are my favorite. And you know yeah. what? Animals and children heal quicker because they don't have as many beliefs going on. The animals are okay. thinking, oh, what's she going to do to me? Oh, this is so weird. Oh, what? maybe I'll look silly. They're not thinking that. They just feel the vibration immediately. And in fact, when I work on adults or you know anyone often the animals come right into the room and want to lay on the chest or in the lap of the person I'm working on. They feel it right away. And you know, our animals need it. We're living in a world where we've domesticated most animals. They're not in the wild anymore. They're not even relying on their own instinctual nature. They are used to being fed, sheltered, even wear funny hats and sweaters. (laughs) And so... Animals are out of sync with their own nature. like they mm-hmm. So they need healing too. That is such yeah. a good point. I mean, we animals are kind of out of sync with our own nature as well. So yes. We're not barefoot on the earth as much as animals. Mm-hmm. The other animals, um, you know, the dogs, hopefully they're at least getting out every day, but cats don't often even get on the earth. And not my cats. My cats are hanging out inside. You know what I mean? It's not on the sofa, on the car. On the sofa on top of my husband. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I got the one cat that likes to actually sit on your shoulder while you're cleaning dishes. Oh, oh no. Character. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. She's hysterical. Um, but, yeah, they're not eating grass. They're not climbing trees and whatnot. And, and you know, they're also absorbing a lot of our stress. Too, you know, which I think animals are amazing and kids should have animals whenever you can possibly fit that into your world. So it teaches them a lot of love and um, uh, also gives them things to do. I mean, it's great. I'm hoping everybody's loaded up on pet food in this quarantine as well, not to create more stress. But yeah, they, you know, they're, they need healing too, right? You know, I love what you just shared because see the animals They understand unconditional love better than anyone. Mm -hmm. And what they'll do is they will love you so much that they will actually take on your emotional pain to try to help you. And they're willing to do it, but you don't even know they're doing it. And I have worked with a lot of adults whose animals, coincidentally, mirrored the disease that they had. Because the animals are natural healers. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. The animals are healers, and they want to 
they love you so much they're willing to literally take on symptoms yeah and we we talked about it this week but a bunch of my friends and i we've been noticing our animals are acting kind of as you know the psychologist saying kooky like they've been acting a little different this week and it's just because at the vibrational yes. level of stress not they're even picking up on it right they're, they're picking up on it sensitive. they're more sensitive mm-hmm. to vibration to sound that everything is sound everything is vibration everything and so we now have a collective emergency a vibration of panic and fear and concern and worry and sickness that's collective in the collective consciousness we live we're all interconnected it's an ocean of information vibrational information that we're connected to and the animals feel it like that that's why they're reflecting and mirroring that back to us. Yeah. And they're an accurate measuring stick, actually. So I would love to have people do, I would love to have you do a demo so people can experience to do some tips for us, whatever you feel comfortable sharing with us. Oh. Um, I think people need it. I love that. She said all of it. Yeah. I love it. all of it. I love yeah. it, Deborah. <laughs> you know, we all really need some global healing, you know, and uh, there's unlimited possibilities in how to heal yourself. But it really starts with regulating the nervous system, and there's a lot of ways to skin that cat. But, you know, Deborah really, for people that feel very stuck, you know, she and I both work with people that are really stuck for different reasons and some of it crossover, but anxiety is a threat in mm-hmm. almost every type of disease state you have, whether it's uh, neurodevelopmental disorders like ADHD or autism or chronic pain and depression. Anxiety and worry really activates that nervous system and then creates a lot of secondary, third, fourth, fifth, seventh, eight, nine, ten issues um, that go along with it. And that basis is that dysregulated nervous system. And Deborah, when you, as we go into your demonstration, I would love on behalf of my mamas who are worried about whether now's a good time to get pregnant, worried about their pregnancies if they're already pregnant, worried about giving birth in the hospital, worried about bringing a new baby home, worried about young children, if you can just hold them and keep them in mind and and include them in any tailoring that you might be doing for us. And let me speak to that. I'm glad you mentioned that. So I work a lot of women who were trying to conceive or pregnant and having difficult pregnancies. And then I've worked with them before, during and after the birth. And this is where working in this energy field virtually could be so helpful for your community that's suffering, any of your moms that are suffering. I've never seen such quick ability to sync and harmonize with the baby. Mm -hmm. when you do it energetically and this is something that could really make a difference if especially if they're in the hospital i had a woman just last week she just gave birth to her second child within 18 months Mm -hmm. and she got sick and went in the hospital and they quarantined her and they said you may not live through the night and they told her husband she may die overnight we've tested her for coronavirus we don't know if she has it but we're not letting her out of here now imagine throws the whole family into like terror so i worked on her virtually they said the medicine isn't working that we're giving her the antibiotics aren't working we don't know what's wrong i worked on her twice they released her the second day with no meds nice well and ready to go home 
this is what's possible. And I know it can sound like too good to be true, but we can all together help. And there's no need to panic. There, we have three of us alone have enough resources. I'm serious. And you know, I mean this. The three yeah. of us alone, I mean, we can't help everybody, of course, we, but we can really because we can work virtually. We can go over platforms like this. So people need to just use the tools that we're offering. Use the tools. Absolutely. Yeah. Even if they seem weird to you, you use yeah. the tools. The worst thing that can happen is you have a, a little nap. So what I'd like to do in the demo is I'd, I'd like to teach a breathing technique that is so simple you could teach your children to do it. And the breathing techniques uh, turns on the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the relaxation response. It will override a chattering, worried mind. It will help release emotions and it will stimulate the vagus nerve, which will help your digestion, your elimination, the whole relaxation. And if you're not sleeping, it will help you get deeper rest. So this is so simple. You might go, that's it? That's how simple it is. So you could teach a four-year-old, all right? And you could do it as a fun family activity when you're quarantined. And you do it in the morning to set the tone for the day. You do it before you eat. And you do it at bedtime to release the stress of the day. And anytime you're afraid or stressed, you do this. So first I'm going to ask you to take one hand, your right hand, and put it on your low belly. And you can do the sitting up or lying down. You can practice it as kind of fun to do it as a family. Lie down on the floor and put a book on your belly and breathe until you make the book go up and down. It takes a little practice, but I'm going to ask you to breathe into your low belly and make your hand move, make your low belly pooch out. And you have to relax those muscles in your low belly to make the bottom hand, the right hand pooch out. And then you exhale by drawing the navel, your belly button, just squeeze it in as you exhale. So you're going to relax the muscles on the inhale, breathing in through your nose, and you're going to exhale and just squeeze that belly button in and push the air out. And you practice that for a little while. We're going to do a quick version today, but you can practice after today after the call. I'm going to count a certain count, and I want you to breathe in to my count. We're going to breathe in, we're going to hold our breath, and we're going to exhale. Let me just one more instruction. You're going to start the breath in your low belly, and then you're going to bring it up into your chest. And I'm going to count to four as you inhale. So low belly will inhale first. Then you're going to bring it up into your chest, and you're going to hold your breath for two. Then we're going to exhale for four. So we're going to inhale for four. We're going to hold for two. And we're going to exhale for four. And I'm going to count, and you follow along. And if I go too slow, you can speed it up. If I go too fast... You can slow it down. You can listen to your own rhythm, but we'll, I'll count for you for now till you get used to it. All right, here we go. Just First, just take a normal breath. Inhale and exhale. Normal breath. Again, just a regular normal breath in and a normal breath out. And now follow me as we inhale, low belly, one, two, chest, three, Four. Hold your breath. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. You may want to close your eyes and inhale. One, low belly. Two, 
up into the chest. Four, and hold for two. And now exhale. Two, three, four. Low belly, inhale. Two, chest, in, hold. Two, exhale. Two, three, four. And inhale, low belly, chest, hold, two, exhale, two, three, four, again, low, belly, upper, chest, hold, two, and exhale, Two, three, four. Now just take a regular breath in and a regular breath out. An easy, effortless, normal breath. Again, in and out. Anyone can do this. And who doesn't feel better from that, Deborah? And that was just a short little demo. So, yeah. If you do this two minutes, two minutes, you will feel the effects. And here's the beautiful thing. The more you do it, it has a cumulative effect. And you'll be able to take one round of inhaling, holding, and exhaling, and your whole body will remember what it feels like to be deeply relaxed. So you practice it. You can add time. If two minutes feels easy, go to three. If three feels easy, go to four or five. Do this instead of watching the news at least five minutes a day. You can do that. And I have to say, if you're doing this for yourself, counting out loud or at least counting in your head really helps to stop the inner chatter. Um, And Deborah's right. When you practice this, your nervous system gets into a new rhythm, a healthy rhythm, just like if you're constantly anxious or you have terrible thoughts all the time, which, you know, a lot of people do, and a lot of women are terrible on themselves. They're perfectionists and really beating themselves up. They say horrible things to yourself. And hopefully for those of us that have gotten, you know, into our 40s and 50s, you start to, like, say to yourself, no, don't do that. I want women to do that right from the get-go. Right, yeah. right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Be, be your own best friend for sure. Yeah. All the women are so hard on themselves. I was like, so hard. you know, in my closet crisis days, I didn't have a kind word to myself ever. I was cons- I was way worse than anybody else was ever uh, beating up on me. Yeah. And if you're just so stressed out, it's just easier to yes. get into that pattern. So, so being kind to yourself, but also to give your nervous system a break. And then for us mamas to teach that to our kids, it's a big deal, right? So, you know, so yeah. they recognize the emotion, but then give them a tool to do something about it because mm-hmm. life will have stressors. We're in one of the most stressful times that um, I can remember, you know, I'm close to New York city. So nine 11 had a different meaning. Um, I also have my second office in Sandy Hook and, you know, worked with a lot of the Sandy Hook tragedy survivors. And it it felt we felt so isolated in in these incidents and what happened, even though 9-11 was just like 
a world hurt, you know, a U.S. hurt. And there are people still in my area that have flags that say, we'll never forget, you know, still to this day, 19 years later. So this will be something that we will remember. There'll be a lot of coronavirus babies that are born, which will yes, be awesome. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm like very determined to track the fertility rates and also to track the epigenetic changes yeah. that occur from this time of stress and being indoors and changing eating patterns and changing activity patterns. You know, I think as a population as a whole, if we're not very mindful, those epigenetic changes are not going to be positive ones. So if you're at home making a baby, make sure you're also passing down the very best genetic quality, the very best epigenome that you can, because that's going to persist for many generations. And that's a huge opportunity. It's a big responsibility and a huge opportunity. Right. Profound, profound. I mean, really think about this and how powerful the thoughts and the emotions going through you on a daily basis. Now, if you're conceiving, this is being transmitted. It's such an important time for you to take charge of your mind, take charge of your emotions. Don't let it run you. You know, you take the reins, the horse by the reins. Don't let the horse tell you where to go. That's exactly, my mamas know that. That's a very big piece of what we do in the primester protocol. They, they know it. They're, they're mastering it. They're amazing. Love it. So Deborah, as we, thank you for that. That is beautiful. As we kind of wrap up our time with you, you know, how, we're going to share this information with our tribes and online. What's the best way for people to reach you? Social media, your website, your programs. They can easily find me on Facebook. They can go to the website, which is www.internationalcpi.com. Stands for Chronic Pain Institute. I'm on Instagram at uh, hashtag uh, Healing Pain Deborah Wayne. You can email my team and I at contact at International CPI. Any of those ways. We're here for you. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. What I want to say to people is only do this, only receive this. If you're sitting down in a safe place or lying down, don't do it. If you're driving, well, no one's driving or cooking, chopping salary. Don't do anything. I'm still driving back and forth to the office. Only a few of us are here. Out there, out and about. Bam. (laughs) I'm out there and my nine year olds at work too. Anyway, (laughs) that's great. So yeah, only do if you're sitting down and you want to be in a safe place and comfortable and just start by closing your eyes. And I want you to take one of those breaths in through your nose and let out a big sigh. Exactly. Do that again. A big, beautiful breath in. And a big sigh out the mouth. You should hear your own sound coming out of your mouth. And as you breathe in now, normally, naturally, in and out through your nose, I want you to remember that there's nothing for you to do now. This is up to me. Let me do all the work. I want you to do nothing other than begin to notice your inner experience. I want you with your eyes closed to go inside and just notice what you feel inside. 
what you notice happening inside. You may or may not have a lot going on. And there's no right or wrong. And you cannot block the healing vibration that I'm bringing in and transmitting to you. So you may begin to notice some things happening. If your body starts moving in any way, I want you to let it move. Your body might move a lot. You might twitch or flip or flop like a fish. You, you let that happen. Or if you feel like moving in any way at any time, I want you to let yourself move in any way. You can change positions completely at any time. Your body is already wired to release and let go of any stress and strain that's not serving you. You don't have to understand one thing with your mind for this to work. So I want you to relax your mind about all this. And I'd like you to pay attention. Do you see anything, even with your eyes closed? You may or may not, there's no right or wrong, but you may begin to see something like colors or shapes or images. Just notice that. You may or may not, you may begin to notice some kind of sounds, even inside you, sounds, voices, words, music. Just notice anything you start to hear. You may notice certain sensations inside you, around you. Just begin to notice without trying to change that, anything. Even if pain of some kind comes up, let it come up. It's actually the energy pattern releasing. There's no judging of good, bad, right, or wrong. Just notice what's happening and let it be there. It's coming up and moving out. You may have thoughts come up or emotions come up. Let them come up. They are releasing. There's no need to judge them as good or bad, right or wrong. There's no need to analyze or figure anything out or try to change anything. I want you to imagine it's like being at the movies and you're just watching and you're listening and you're feeling, but you're not trying to change the movie. Just let it be easy and just observe and allow everything to be just the way it is. And let me do the work. Let your body move. And you may notice yourself dropping into a much quieter, calm, relaxed place. If you think you're imagining things, that's okay. Just notice you're thinking that. Maybe it's quiet inside and nothing's happening, that's okay too. Just notice that. You can't do it wrong. I'm going to spend the next minute or two in complete silence. I'm right here working with you, for you. And we're just going to do it in silence. And I want you to pay attention and just feel and see and listen and notice and let your body move. And you'll hear my voice when it's time to come back. Relax and rest now and enjoy the experience.
Now very, very slowly now, become aware of the sound of my voice and all the sounds around you. Very, very slowly now, begin to deepen your breathing. Feel yourself becoming more alert, more awake, more aware, and staying very, very relaxed. Take a deep breath in and out. Start to wiggle your fingers and your toes. Feel yourself more alert, more awake, coming back. One more time, a deep breath in and out. Come all the way back now. Wide awake, alert, refreshed, and relaxed. And open your beautiful eyes. Slowly let the light come back in. And take a moment. Feel that. It feels pretty nice, Deborah. Mm-hmm. You guys feel what I feel? That calm? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Feels yeah. really calm. And I was getting a little bit of a headache from just overworking, and that's really feel it almost totally gone. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, just a stress, just a chin headache. You're reminding me, though, I need to tell everybody. If you felt pressure in the head and you didn't have a headache, that's a sign you were actually perceiving the vibration that I bring in that you're not used to. And usually it integrates quickly. So it's not a headache. And more can happen, more healing can happen after the session than during. So if you get one of those funny feeling headaches again later or tomorrow, it's you're getting another wave of the vibration that's organically, naturally working on you and continuing the healing. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty I cool. You're, I know. Thank you for sharing your gift with us today. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm ready to get out of here and go take a nap now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No. You know? no. Um, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Thank you for being with us today and offering healing for people who may feel like they just are too stressed and there really are many things that people can do. And you can also, you know, you can get onto Facebook and rewatch this episode. If you need another little bit of healing. That's what I know. This can be on repeat before you go to bed. (laughs) And I have, I have a free gift where you can get a longer demonstration session as well. And you can, uh, there's, it's actually a bundle of gifts. There's a copy, a digital copy of my book. Why do I still hurt? Rapid relief for chronic pain, depression, anxiety, and more. So this for the readers. There's an audio for those of you who really like listening, a master class, and it's very experiential, and it will help you go deeper into understanding what I do and give you more tools for releasing. And then there are three short videos for those of you that like entertainment. There is um, a demonstration of the healing. There's a mental, a thought-releasing technique and there's an emotional releasing technique so there's something for everyone it's free you how do people get that there's a link for how about you just share it with us and we'll we'll post it well absolutely send it to us deborah and we'll and we'll post it uh i already have and we'll share it yes absolutely we'll put it in our survival kit too 
Mm-hmm. I love oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your gift and healing and love of what you do. It's really obvious. It and is so um, evident. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to have a better few days for this because I've experienced this before and my healing comes immediate, but actually comes in waves over the next few days too. So I'm super excited. I'm going to have good sleep tonight. You know, be healthy and uh, keep spreading the love and we're giving you love back, Deborah. Yes, so much love. So, so much. Thank you for inviting me and including yeah. me. And Thank you. We love you too. Thank you. Yeah, yes. I love you too. We're gonna we're gonna do a quick wrap up and you know and just to say because we've used you know our time for spending this beautiful time with Deborah and you know we hope you enjoyed this healing and um and that you know your children are participating in this too and your pets yes and your spouse yes they're all together but you yes. know just know healing can come from within you too and you do have the power to control your nervous system you do so mm-hmm. take breaths everybody and stay healthy. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies. Thank you so much for this awesome experience. It was incredible. Bye, ladies. Bye. Are you searching the internet, Amazon, and Facebook groups looking for therapy techniques to help clients because you just weren't trained on how to do teletherapy? Then the Teletherapy Toolkit book is just what you're looking for. It's the first-of-its-kind guide. And it's jam-packed with easy-to-use and clinically effective therapy techniques that address the most common issues that child and adolescent therapists face today. Go to teletherapytoolkitbonus.com for your free teletherapy session checklist and video made just for therapists.